It's been a difficult time going on in war recently. And of course, we all knew what happened to DeMar Hamlin of the uh, Buffalo Bills. He mm, suffered a cardiac arrest on the field against the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night. He, yeah, he, he is on the man, and he's and we're hoping for a good recovery for him. If you, but there's also Glees has to go fund me to do to help for to help his community with his toy with a toy drive. If you look at here, the Chasing Adams Foundation Community Toy Drive with his team. Don't please donate. Please donate whatever you can. Also donate. The link is in our link is in our description. Or you can follow the link on our home on our, on our Twitter account on our Twitter page. Thank you for what. Thank you for taking the time and. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hi, folks. This is Matthew Holly of the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. And let me tell you something. You got all those high-end equipment for a lot of money, but you got no idea how to use them. But what if I told you there's an easy way to create your own podcast absolutely free with no wires attached? The answer is Anchor from Spotify. Of course, Anchor is the easiest way and the best way to make a podcast without all the assholes. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you something. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's intuitive episode builder, you can visualize, edit, and arrange your segments without an instruction manual. Record remotely with up to four people, no matter where they are in the world. And with Anchor's built-in audio library, you can also add background tracks, transitions, and sound effects to your show. Also new in there is the music and talk bit for Anchor and Spotify. Get You can insert your music from Spotify and you can create your own music's radio show. Or whatever you want to create with music involved. That success, all that podcasting stuff, it will be exclusive to Spotify only. That's that's really cool. And if you're looking to distribute your podcast, let Anchor do that for you, so it can be heard on most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. All with a single tap or click. You're looking to make money from your podcast? You can. No minimum listenership required. With Anchor sponsorships, you can earn money every time people listen, no matter the size of the audience. You can also collect monthly donations from your fans right from your Anchor profile. And did I mention Anchor is 100% free with no strings attached, no monthly fees, no trial period, no subscription necessary. This is why the Home Turf Sports Podcast is always here on Anchor. And many many other podcasts are on the way here on this platform. And looking for, and if you want to get Anchor, download the free Anchor app on the Google Play Store or App Store. Go to Anchor.fm to get started. Enter your journey into podcasting. This is why Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And now, on with our feature presentation. Hey everybody, this is Matthew Holly, and welcome to the Home Turf Sports Podcast, right here on the Home Turf Radio Network, broadcasting to you live from the heart of Long Island.
We're broadcasting live from the Home Turf Sports Studios right here in the Great South Bay, in the heart of Long Island. This is the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. Welcome to January 4th, 2023. I'm Matthew Wiley. I'm your host. Man, we're still coming over still just days. After Demar Hamlin collapsed on a field on 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 Monday night, I'm not going to I'm not going to well write down the whole damn thing. It's just a shock to us all. But you know, there's a lot. A lot of course, Hamlin was the victim of. It is a missive freak accident. Nothing more, nothing less. A lot of people got a lot of people got vilified for it. I.e. Skip Bayless and Charlie Kurt. But first I wanna Get to the um worst one. This is when far right weasels, the far right shit weasels, i.e. Charlie Kirk and many other and many other shit weasels, that went on Twitter and said that the COVID nineteen nine. Mm, shots and they have my god was probably the problem for his condition for uh, Hamlet's condition I'm like bullshit and there were a lot and there were a lot of people pushing back according this is from Claire Goforth of the Daily Dot it said the last night of course this was um, written on Tuesday Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin Collapsed on the field in the first quarter of a game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Medical personnel used a defibrillator and administered CPR for several minutes as players formed a circle to block any view of Hamlin receiving treatment. He was transported, he was transported to the hospital within minutes. The bill subsequently released a statement that saying that the 24-year-old had suffered cardiac arrest and is in critical condition. Of course, he's on the mend right now. Hamlin's condition and its cause immediately became the subject of intense interest online. While many expressed sympathy and wished him well, some of the most notorious internet characters sought to exploit his collapse to spread unsubstantiated theories. Of course, right-wing anti-vaxxers were among the most outspoken purveyors of these unfounded rumors. What, namely, Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA, as well as the makers of the debunked anti-vax documentary Died Suddenly. And other conspiracy theorists and far-right pundits rushed to capitalize on Hamlin's medical surgery. And Kirk described the incident as a tragic and all-too-familiar sight right now. Athletes dropping suddenly. Of course, Stu Peters, who may die suddenly, 
deleted his claim in the aftermath that Hamlin had maybe passed away, but later posted that people were planning on gaslighting the incident. Of course, he went on Twitter and said, Our prayers are with Damar Hamlin for a full recovery, and his family is in our thoughts and prayers. Professional athletes are suffering cardiac arrest, and collapsing on the field of play is not normal. Don't allow yourselves to be gaslit. This is just only the beginning. Yeah, well, of course, subscribers to the extremists and conspiritual conservative outlet Gateway Pundit's Telegram chat claimed without evidence that Hamlin's heart attack was caused by the vaccine and speculated inaccurately that he is already dead and the NFL was panicking. Those baseless claims have been heavily criticized. Charlie Kirk trended on Twitter alongside Anlin's name on Tuesday, with most people taking him to task over his car. Of course, former Congressman Adam Kissinger and Kissinger called Kirk the biggest piece of human garbage for exploiting Anlin's condition for your BS lies. Of course, Congressman, Congressman Richard, Richie Torres said Charlie Kirk a self-proclaimed champion of Christian values is mocking Namar Hamlin, who is who abruptly collapsed and fell into a critical condition. The Christianity of the far right is often as fraudulent as George Santos. Yep. Even me, even I, even I am embarrassed by the showing of one Charlie Kirk. Of course. Another one of anyone saying that what happened with Damar Hamlin is equating with to the co- adding it to the COVID vaccine while he is still in the hospital are huge pieces of shit with no moral compass using someone's life to try and push their anti-vax bullshit and it's absolutely disgusting. I'm blocking every stupid fucker on this app who mentions vaccines and Damar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills, or the NFL in the same tweet. You ridiculous, disgusting, low information, blood sucking, conspiracy mongering, ignorant, good for nothing, leashes, fuck off. <laughs> Amen to that. The NFL suspended its COVID 19 vaccine and testing protocols last March, per NBC News. Hamlin's vaccine status is unknown. Of course, further, while myocarditis and pericarditis. The inflammation of the heart and surrounding tissue, respectively, are rare potential side effects of the the vaccine. These occur within days of receiving the injection. Neither is the same cardiac arrest, which Hamlin reportedly experienced. Of course, physicians have also sought to counter rumors about the COVID vaccine playing any role in Hamlin's condition. Many have noted that the blunt force trauma to the chest, such as that Hamlin experienced just before his collapse, can cause sudden cardiac death. This is referred to as cortis, a rare, extremely dangerous condition most often experienced by young male athletes. Of course, Dr. Knut indeed tweeted when I tweeted Twitter and said it. I do not like to speculate with anti-vax Twitter going wild. I do want to say there is a condition called comatio cortis in which a sudden blood impact to the chest causes sudden death 
in the absence of cardiac damage. Absolutely nothing to do with vaccinations. Totally, totally agree with that one. Now the other is Skip Bayless, of course, according to, well, um, HuffPost that, yeah, he's gotten a lot of, he's got a lot of eight. He's got a lot of eight. Of course, on the speed of coke, and of course, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp ratchet up the tension. The red alert earlier today, this time over at Amlin, because Sharp missed Tuesday's episode after Bayless's awkward tweet about Amlin went viral, prompting outrage from online critics and players. He said, no, yeah, he at the time, and of course, Bayless at the time said, he continues on, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. And they got roasted for it, from the Royal Vivas, to Patrick Peterson, to Reggie Bush. Even the, even, even a lot of people roasted him. Spencer Garrett, Spencer Garrett of Winning Time went on to Twitter and said, Resign, this is just soulless and vile. It's the dumbest thing I've read all day, you know. <laughs> no wonder Sharp didn't show up on Tuesday, and he was so he was so pissed. He was so pissed. He probably didn't want to show up at all. He didn't probably want to show up at all. Of course, some speculated that Sharp skipped out on Tuesday's Fox Sports Show in protest. And he did little to dispel on that on Wednesday's installment. He said, he said, there's been a lot of speculation on why I wasn't on air yesterday. And I won't get into speculation of, or conjecture or, or in, in innuendo, but I will say this. I'm watch, in watching the game, that game on Monday night, what happened to Maul Hamlin struck me a little different. As a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, we know injuries are part of a game. But I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on a field. This is a guy who's been in the Hall of Fame. He's got three Super Bowls to his credit. He said, Skip tweeted something, although I disagree with the tweet, and hopefully Skip will take it down. And of course, and of course, here comes the friction. Said, time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because I stand by what I tweeted. I mean, I can't even get to a monologue with you interrupting me. This was it. He was saying, I was going to say, skill. I didn't want yesterday to get into a situation where Demar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not getting into your tweet. That was what I was going to do, but you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Man, talk about, talk about beef. There's a lot of, and it's a lot of beef. He, that, that was worse, and this is worse than, worse than any, worse than I ever saw. Or Earth. Meanwhile, the former, cool, former part buddy, the former co-host of Fake First Take, who's still on First Take, Stephen A. Smith was very, very 
more sober and more more respectful. This was not, I mean, give me a break. I'm not, I'm surprised that Skip Bayless got the heat and got the hate saying, oh Christ, oh Christ, it's that ass, this asshole again. And yet, see what I got to tone down a bit. Man, of all the rotten things Skip Bayless has done, this is it. Discredited Shannon Sharp's achievements a month ago. Roasted Dak Prescott for being depressed following his mother's death and his brother's suicide. Now this. This is a microphone. One of my channels on YouTube. This was an embarrassment. He was an embarrassment. Embarrassment. I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even stomach the guy. For for someone who goes on television said maybe because I mean these are the things that maybe not what you want to hear but need to hear. Well, he failed to read the room. And everybody, and everyone, and everybody torched him for it. Stephen A. Smith took the cleaner, cleaner route. Eh, must be the, must be, must be the fact that he couldn't even stomach being a, being a vindictive son of a, vindictive son of a bitch, and over it. At least, at least that's that's working out for him. But <laughs> Charlie Kirk's gonna get what's going to him. He's gonna be getting a lot of people and throwing stones at him. Skip Bayless. He's not gonna get fired anytime soon. As long as they're pulling in ratings, he's still gonna make fat money from Rupert Murdoch. Pretty ironic. Pretty ironic. Most of most of the people on Fox News are right wing lunatics. Look at look at Laura Ingraham. But that's another topic for another time. We'll be back right after this to listen to the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. So stay right where you are. We'll be right back. I know your shirts are bland. Your hats are bland. Your businesses are bland. Businesses are bland. So why not give it a facelift with Li Tops? Li Tops is the is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom hats, and of course putting up putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tops is home to. Some of them with some of the best guys in the business to work to get this get to make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance to look out. Li chops if it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L I T O P E ops. 
You know, I, I, I originally didn't, I originally wanted to do it before uh, the new, but, new year started, but, I'm going to say a lot of things, like the Giants, Giants, Pro Bowl, Giants making the playoffs, the Jets being eliminated, and now uh, DeMar Hamlin getting, uh, the suffering from a cardiac arrest on Monday night. It was just say it was this one is extremely extremely sad. And of course, Shana Maneri, former player of the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, died um, on at at the age of thirty eight. It was it was actually died on December thirtieth, twenty twenty two, a few days before a day before New Year's Eve, um, and this was sad. I said, of course, where he joined um, Purdue University's before being drafted to the NFL by the Jacksonville Jaguars in twenty two thousand and seven. He spent there for seven years. And he spent seven seasons with the with the team. It's also, of course, he died in at his wife's house in West Lafayette, Indiana, Friday. The Lafayette Journal and Courier reported, citing that the West Lafayette Police Department and Tipkino County Coroner. Tippecanoe County Coroner Kerry Costello. And of course, now whenever he had reportedly driven from Georgia to see his wife for New Year's Eve, but collapsed early Friday. Of course, Costello said Winery's wife found him unresponsive in one of the bedrooms around 1 a.m. Friday and called 911. An autopsy Monday showed no signs of foul play and suggested that Nwaneri died of a heart attack, though his toxicology results are pending. Of course, Nwaneri's parents, Nwaneri's parents moved to the, to the U.S. from Nigeria in 1973. And of course, they named him Uche Shukwu, which means God's wish in their native language. When he was born in Dallas in 1984, when Ari joined Boilermakers football team at Purdue University in West Lafayette in 2003. He was suspended for the 2005 fall semester after breaking his teammate Ryan Novelis' jaw in a fight at practice in July of 2005. When Ari returned to the team in the spring of 2006 and concluded his Boilermaker run with a final season, after which the NFL came calling. Of course, led by the Jaguars in the fifth round of the 2007 NFL Draft. Winery played with the team for 104 games and had 92 starts, according to NBC Sports. He was released after the 2013 season and joined the Dallas Cowboys in 2014, but was ultimately cut within months. Of course, Winery forged ahead with a popular, popular YouTube channel, The Observant, the Observant Lineman which has more than 35,000 subscribers. He and other football, former football players 
would regularly discuss recent games and punt arguments back and forth in the videos. He was also a fixture of the dumpster fire with Five Points Vids and Urinating Tree. He appeared with uh, Ryan Kennel and Jeremy Griggs with Geeks and Gamers. Everyone knows how I feel about them, but I have to give them props for paying tribute to him on that episode of the Dumps of Fire um, earlier today. It was just sad. It was just sad. Despite my hate for those guys, I have to give them their props. I mean, this is a go this is one of their buddies and. There's a and things like this happen. This is like surprise. This is like right out the blue. Of course, owner. Of course, Jaguars owner Tony Khan. Actually, he is the son, actually the son of Jaguars owner Shad Khan. And Tony Khan also is the owner of the of AEW. He said, "Rest in peace, Uche Nawari." Chuck Wu, 77, played seven seasons with the Jaguars, 20 to 2007 to 2013, and forged a strong bond with the Jags fans that's remained to this day. On behalf of the Jaguars organization and my family, our thoughts are with Uche's family and friends at this terrible time. And it's just sad. And it's just hard to talk. I'm just Frank Fancy, oh, the play-by-play -play announcer for the Jags said, "We're very sad to hear about the passing of Uche Nawari. Tough, smart, hard-nosed player for the Jags. Very well liked. Gone way too soon. May he rest in peace." And of course, I can't. He was. Let me say this. He was the. Let me. I'll say this. He was. A very, very smart guy. He was observant. He was smart. He was a professor. He was pretty much a a man who liked to teach. This is why some in some part I have a hand in developing the home tour sports product. It was kinda like his love of football has always been is the strong suit for him. He talks about football on his YouTube channel. You can talk about video games a lot, but I, I never interacted with him. But I saw him play for I saw him play football when the Jets were playing. And but we all have to suffer they also for a loss. It's hard it's hard to take it. It's hard you know, it's hard to take it. Because I experienced things like this before in my life. 
it's just it's just hard to get through it every day and but you gotta get through it and do it you gotta be strong and it, and if anything if anything it's just as hard as this I basically have no words no words my thoughts and prayers are with his family My thoughts and friends, my thoughts and prayers are with buddies. And may you rest in peace because it's just that's hard to take. We'll be right back. No, I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area, or something like that? Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the Mac t-shirts, Long Island Toss t-shirts, Island Tribe t-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. It's the best butt shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 at, next to the next to the Amityville Amityville train station. That's in the that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out and check them out today. Long you got Rucker Harlem has Rucker Lincoln Queens got Lincoln, but um, but Long Island has the Mac. Greg Berhalter, the coach of the U.S. men's soccer team, is in deeper is in a deep mess for right now because it was revealed that he had domestic domestic violence problems in his alleged blackmail court. But this is surprising to me. AFP, the uh, French version of the Associated Press, said U.S. national football coach Greg Berhalter his future uncertain after a last 16 World Cup run, admitted Tuesday, admitted yesterday to kicking his girlfriend in a 1991 incident that U.S. soccer is investigating. After the U.S. Soccer Federation was contacted during the World Cup by an individual looking to bring about the end of my relationship with U.S. soccer, Berhalter released a statement with his now-wife, Rosalind, detailing the matter. He said, It was a shameful moment and one that I regret to this day. There are zero excuses for my actions that night. Of course, Berhalter said he was an 18 and a college freshman and had dated Rosalind for four months when they were drinking at a bar. Underage drinking? Red flags there. And of course, Berhalter said, Rosalind, Rosalind and I had a heated argument that continued outside. It became physical, and I kicked her in the legs. Of course, Berhalter said, the incident from more than three decades ago made a lasting impact. While the authorities were never involved in, in this matter, I voluntarily sought out counseling to help learn, grow, and improve one of the most valuable decisions that I have ever made. 
Of course, to this day, that type of behavior has never been repeated. Of course, U.S. Soccer said in a statement that it began an investigation into the matter after learning of the allegation against Peralta on December 11th, more than a week after the Americans were eliminated by the Netherlands and Qatar. Of course, the statement said, We appreciate Greg and Rosalind coming forward to speak openly about the incident, the statement said. U.S. soccer condemns the violence of any kind and takes such allegations very seriously. U.S. soccer said it's also looking into potential inappropriate behavior towards multiple members of our staff by individuals outside of our organization. We take such behavior seriously and have expanded our investigation into those allegations. And of course, Berhalter said that seven months after the physical violence, Rosalind called him and said they decided to rebuild our relationship, which I saw a 25th wedding anniversary last weekend. He said, it was an event that shaped me, but doesn't define me. He said, it was a single isolated event over three decades ago and a terrible decision I made in a bad moment by an 18-year-old. Of course, Berhalter said it was a difficult step he and Rosalind made to share the truth, adding this is a story that belongs to us, and he was thankful for her forgiveness. The intention of this statement is to provide transparency and to reinforce that a single bad decision made by a teenager does not necessarily define him for the rest of his life. He said, we will not hide from this. We did then and we won't now. Of course, the sordid matter became public as the West Soccer's leadership is undergoing a full technical review of the national team, whether or deciding whether or not Berhalter will be retained as U.S. coach. Of course, the American squad's next four-year cycle culminates with sharing host duties for the 2026 Camp World Cup with Mexico and Canada. It kicks off with a training camp later this month and home matches against Serbia and on January 25th in Colombia three days later. Of course, U.S. soccer will announce who will lead the January men's national team camp in the coming days. We look forward to building off the performance of, in Qatar and preparing for the journey towards 2026. 2026, man. He admitted it. Any, any, no one. But this gets, and this gets even worse. Of course, also, according to the score, it says former U.S. women's national team player Danielle Reyna revealed an incident of that of domestic violence from from Berhalter's past to the sporting director of the country's federation, soccer federation. Reyna said in a statement, according to the Athletics' Paul Tenorio, Reyna's December 11th phone call with Ernie Stewart, whom she describes as a close friend came after Burhalter told the summit on a moral leadership that an unnamed U.S. player was almost sent home from the 2022 World Cup for not meeting expectations on and off the field. It was widely reported that the player was Giovanni Reyna, son of Danielle Reyna and husband Claudia Reyna, who captained the U.S. men's national team during his career. Those claims were corroborated when the 20-year-old winger wrote on Instagram that he was upset with his limited role in Qatar. Of course, Mrs. Reyna detailed her conversation with Stewart in her statement. 
She said, I was absolutely outraged and devastated that Chio had been put in such a terrible position and that I felt very personally betrayed by the actions of someone my family has considered a friend for decades. As part of that conversation, I told Ernie that I thought it was especially unfair that Gio, who had apologized for acting immaturely about his playing time, was still being dragged in the mud when Greg had asked for and received forgiveness for doing something so much worse at the same age. Of course, he was talking about the incident with his white future white, then future his future white, Rosalind Santana Burlter. Man, that was awful. Of course, Daniel Reyna did appear in her statement to take issue with Burl's characterization of that incident. Says, without going into detail, the statements from yesterday significantly, minimi- significantly minimized the abuse on the night in question. Rosalind Burhalter was my roommate, teammate, and best friend, and I supported her through the trauma that followed. It took a lot of time for me to forgive and accept Greg afterward, but I worked hard to forgive and grace and ultimately made both of them and their kids a part of my family's life. I would have granted and expected expect them to go them to give the same grace to Gio. This is why the current situation is so very earthful and hard. Of course, Claudio Reyna also messaged executives for the country's soccer federation during the World Cup, threatening to reveal sensitive details from Baralter's past. Multiple sources told ESPN's Jeff Carlisle and Kyle Banagura, the former midfielder who serves as the sporting director of Major League Soccer's Austin FC, denied those allegations in a statement to the Athletic. He said, while in Qatar, I shared my frustrations about my son's World Cup experience with a number of close friends, Ernie and U.S. Men's National Team General Manager Brian McBride around him. However, at no time did I ever threaten anyone, nor would I ever do so. This is just... This is just sad. If Berlter goes down... Then that would bring about the misery of U.S. soccer. If Berlter is indeed caught... And and he probably might be fired. He probably might be uh, suspended. But... This is just awful in all parts. You can't ask more than that, but at the end of the day, it's as bad and it's miserable. If Berlter is guilty, this. There's, I don't know who will take over the reins after this. It's hard to come back from that. You can't come back. You can't go into a locker room and see, and tell them, "Oh, I did this. This isn't defy me." When they feel betrayed. You just can't. If Greg Berhalter is fired. I don't know. I'm not going to blame anybody. This is the mess you made. It's just as worse as it is. Domestic violence is not something I glamorize or endorse. But. If that's the case, then Greg's got to go. No excuses whatsoever. I mean, it doesn't define you, but they're making it define you. 
That's all I can say. Wrap this up right after this. Now you can listen to Home Turn Sports on your on Google Podcast. Check us out every weekday on our check out the link in our description to check out our new home for home just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor. The Home Turn Sports Podcast every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now Google Podcast. Don't forget to check us out today. Folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Home Tour Sports. Glad to be part of it for you. I'll be back next time with an all-new episode. Feel free, and also feel free to follow me on Facebook at Matthew Holly, at Matthew Holly, or on Twitter, Instagram, or the same handles. But for the Home Tour Sports planning, it's a Home Tour Radio on all social media accounts: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's it. Back next time with an all new episode. Until then, be a dear human being. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Don't be shitty. It's as worse. It's as low as you can get. So long, everybody.